What is up, everybody? And welcome back to a daily dose of reality. I'm Tyler. I'm Hunter. What's up? And everybody? we're actually really glad that we got to record this today because we haven't had internet after the storms that we dealt with last night. Yeah. Uh, and actually, we're going to jump right into our first story with that. Uh, we're going to talk about the tornadoes that touched down last night across Texas, Oklahoma, Louisiana, and Arkansas. Yeah. Uh, as of right now, there's one confirmed death and dozens of injuries. <clears throat> so the person confirmed dead was in McCurtain County, Oklahoma. Uh, they have not released any details about the deceased, though. Uh, buildings were torn apart in Idabel, power lines down, and people are still trapped in the county this Friday, or late Friday evening, so yesterday evening. Yeah. Because the tornadoes hit there before they hit us last night. Uh, so, as of Saturday morning, more than 3,500 customers are without power in the state. Uh, in addition, more than 34,000 were out of power in Texas, and over 22,000 in Louisiana, and more than 12,000 in Arkansas. So according to the National Weather Service, tornadoes were also reported in Louisiana, Arkansas, Oklahoma, Texas, and I believe there was one other state, but they don't have it listed here. It was, it was pretty decent. So there's actually multiple videos of these that you can find online uh, showing you know tornadoes going through the Lone Star State. Uh, Fox Weather said that there were reports of one-inch hail and wind gust over 60 miles an hour across the Dallas-Fort Worth metro area and parts of southeast Oklahoma. <clears throat> in Lamar County, Texas, authorities reported that at least 50 homes have been damaged or destroyed. Two people critically injured out of 10 being treated at an area hospital. Uh, Judge Brandon Bell declared a disaster in the area, saying at least two dozen were injured there. Uh, the town of Powderly was actually leveled. Mm. And the fact that no one was killed is amazing. Uh, Texas Governor Greg Abbott tweeted Friday afternoon, that he had increased the state's operation center's readiness level to respond to the severe weather. Uh, Texas, heed the guidance of emergency officials and stay safe, he said. Uh, officials plan to survey the damage throughout the next several days. Uh, tornado watches and warnings are continuing in Arkansas and Louisiana as of this morning. So, guys, uh, pray for everyone who is dealing with the fact that they lost all their their homes, their businesses, their livelihood. Uh, they're going to be going through a lot to try to rebuild and recover yeah. uh, as well. Pray for the family of that person who has been confirmed deceased. I know we don't have any information on them, but just remember their family right now because they're yeah. going through something that no one ever wants to go through. No. Good thing is me and Tyler were, we are safe. Lucky we escape. We, we were uh, in an area where there were some pretty rough storms for a little bit. I actually had a tornado warning in the area I live and was dealing with a tornado siren directly outside my apartment. Yeah. So thankfully we did not have it like they did. So just be thinking about yeah. all of them. Yeah. All right. Without anything else, we're going to jump into the next story we have. This one's coming from Del Mar, California. A woman 50 years old in stable condition after being attacked by a shark at the beach. In Del... Del Mar, California. Del Mar. So Del Mar lifeguard chief John Elderbrock told Fox 5 News that a juvenile white shark bit a 50-year-old woman on her leg shortly after 10 a.m. while swimming with a male companion in the Del Mar Beach area past the surf line, an area that is frequented by recreational swimmers. The woman is in stable condition and was treated for punctures and lacerations at Scripps Memorial Hospital in La Jolla, according to CNN. Good thing it was a juvenile. It? Yes, it was a juvenile. It was not a not an older, and it was a uh, white shark. It wasn't uh, one of the ones that you expect to we'll be. rip your leg off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> Lifeguards did tell NBC News that this was the first shark bite incident in the area. 
Uh, but Fox has reported that the beach is expected to be closed for a mile in each direction for at least 48 hours. Uh, Elderbrock did say that shark and human interaction is consistent daily in this area. So you have to closely monitor the area to be safe. Uh, you notice that the appearance of a juvenile white shark is rare and makes Friday's incident extraordinary behavior. Yeah. He praised the swimmer for keeping calm throughout the event and for swimming together. No matter what, anything can happen in the ocean. A uh, study conducted by Australian researchers in 2021 found that juvenile white sharks, which are responsible for most of the great white attacks on humans, are either completely colorblind or have a limited color perception. Yeah. This contributes to their inability to differentiate between humans, seals, and walruses. They see movement and think it's food. Mm -hmm. uh, on Tuesday, a juvenile white shark actually washed up dead in the San Diego area uh, near Torrey Pines, California, only three miles away from the scene of Friday's attack. Uh, the Torrey Pines State Natural Reserve and State Beach revealed in a social media post that the shark did die of injuries sustained from fishing activities. So, you know, these are creatures living in their natural habitat. I get fishing and stuff like that. Just keep an eye out for them, y'all. Like, they, they don't want to hurt us any more than we want to hurt them. Yeah. Try to avoid them. Don't go messing with them or anything like that. It's not necessary. I mean, technically, we're in their area. We're in their area, not the other way yeah. around. So, that's all we got on that one. We're glad the lady's in stable condition. So... We're going to go ahead and jump into our next story. 100 vehicle pileup in Denver after first snowfall of the season. So Denver, Colorado recorded its first snowfall of the season yesterday. Uh, and for lack of a better term, all hell broke loose on the city's major thoroughfares because no mm -hmm. one was expecting it. Uh, the sudden arrival of icy and wet roads means only one thing. Drivers heading out for you know morning commutes, likely unaware and unprepared for these conditions. Crashes are almost inevitable. The most significant incident was a 100 vehicle pileup on the West 6th Avenue. So Denver area saw up to five inches of snow overnight, Jeez. right? According to the Weather Channel, the Denver Police Department issued a crash alert because there were simply too many incidents for the department to respond to every incident. We freak out when we get warning. Uh, police advised residents only to report crashes to the police if someone was injured. Uh, the crash was blocking the roadway. A driver failed to provide proof of insurance or a license, or a driver was under the influence of drugs or alcohol, or the municipal government was involved. Because they could not respond to it all. Mm. Dang. Uh, police responded to a crash on the West 6th Avenue at 6.20 a.m. Involving 100 vehicles stacked up into each other. Witnesses actually described the scene as a parking lot. The lanes in both directions had to be closed as the damaged and destroyed vehicles were towed away. Uh, that area was actually closed for a while while they were dealing with this. People were transported to local hospitals, and the Denver Police Department reported that no one suffered a life-threatening injury. Uh, the owners of the vehicles involved in towed away had until 1 p.m. today to claim their vehicles at Lot C <laughs> at Empower Field at Mal High, the home stadium of the Denver Broncos. So, that's a thing. I just, I'm still laughing because we freak out when we get like one. Right. One inch. Not even an inch. <coughs> So our next one, guys, is uh, actually just a little bit of information on what we know about the attack on the Pelosi house. Yeah. Uh, so this man alleged to have attacked Paul Pelosi, husband of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, entered a not guilty plea Tuesday to all state charges during his initial appearance at San Francisco court. Ah, uh, yes, the not guilty plea of the man caught in their house with a hammer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he's not guilty. He didn't do that. And, he didn't break in. And do that, no. Uh his name is David DePape. 
42. He's facing a litany of state charges, including attempted murder and assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, charges are in addition to the federal charges he faces, which include assault and attempted kidnapping. Uh, he waived his right to a hearing within 10 days. Uh, Judge Diane Northway set a hearing for November 4th in San Francisco Superior Court to set a date for the preliminary hearing and bail setting. No cameras were allowed in the court. Uh, his lawyer, Adam Lipson, said outside the courtroom, there's been a lot of speculation, a lot of rumor, simply based on the nature of this case, so I'm not going to add all the speculation by talking about the facts of this case right now. Because, I mean, your guy was caught red-handed. He was caught red-handed in their home. Yeah. Uh, Paul Pelosi is actually making steady progress in his recovery. Uh, I hope the best for him. I mean, he had to have surgery to repair skull fracture and serious injuries to his right arm and hands. Minus whatever your political views may be, you don't... You don't break don't do into that. someone's house. Because, I mean, if you do that, you're just, you're just basically doing... You're not helping it, you're hurting it. Yeah, you're just basically doing stupid stuff. <laughs> that does nothing doesn't prove any it just proves you're stupid and there's actually inserts from his uh 911 call uh where he stated words to the effect of there's a male in the home and that the male is waiting for pelosi's wife pelosi further conveyed that he did not know who the male is and that the male said his name is david <coughs> he called at 2 23 a.m on friday <coughs> police arrived at his home eight minutes later when the door was open Pelosi and DePape were both holding a hammer with one hand, and DePape had his other hand holding onto Pelosi's forearm. Pelosi greeted the officers. The officers asked them what was going on. DePape responded that everything was good, and the officers asked them to drop the hammer. At that moment, DePape pulled the hammer away and swung it, striking him in the head. At this point, they detained DePape. Uh, he, so he did this in front of... In front of the cops. Like, that's cut and dry. He literally hit him with a hammer in front of police. Yeah. Uh, whenever he was arrested, he had zip ties, tape, rope, and at least one hammer with him. Apparently, he yelled at Pelosi, asking him, where is Nancy? Where is your wife? He stated, according to his affidavit, that he was going to hold Nancy hostage and talk to her. If Nancy were to tell him the truth, he would let her go. And if she lied, he was going to break her kneecaps. Yeah, I did hear that. I mean, come on. Man, regardless of how you feel about someone's political views or anything like that. I mean, trust me, I get it. She's crazy, but I would never, I would never do that. Like, that's, that's beyond the realm of yeah. necessary. So we just want to give a little bit of information, uh, information on that. So we're going to go ahead and leave that story now for a few gaming-oriented stories. And then I just pulled up a new story that I just remembered for the last one that I think you're going to really like. Okay. <clears throat> so the first one is we wanted to talk about the trailer for the new survival medieval zombie game, Blight. So I just wanted to talk about how this game looks awesome. So it's a medieval, like you're a medieval knight. Yeah. And they incorporated a lot of stealth aspects and stuff into it during a zombie outbreak in medieval times, which means no guns or anything like that. You have to fight them with a sword. And I'm just on board with this. That's going to be difficult. I'm on board with it, though. 
But that's really all I had on at that least, one. I just wanted to tell you how much I a, really wanted to play it. At least give me a bow. A bow would be cool. So I have some range protection. <laughs> right. Uh, and then we have some news from Electronic Arts. EA and Marvel Entertainment have announced a multi-title collaboration. An all-new single-player, third-person action-adventure Iron Man video game is now in development at Montreal-based Motive Studios. They're good. They're the ones that did such a great job on uh, 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 Jedi. Um, yep. Uh, and they're actually, the, the team is being led by Oliver Prohl, uh, who worked on past Marvel titles like Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and they're joined by a dedicated team of industry veterans, including Ian Frazier, Malin Luminay, and J.F. Poirier at the studio. Like, these are, this is a really good studio to do this, and I'm really excited to see how this turns out. I'm glad that it's under Motives. Um, you know, I'm glad Motive is doing it. <clears throat> yep. And apparently they're doing multiple, at least three new action-adventure games available for console and PC, each of them being their own original story set in the Marvel Universe, with the first title in development being the Iron Man game. Yeah. So, interested to see what's coming. And now, for our last one, this is why Ross Chastain is almost everyone's new favorite NASCAR driver. Have you seen the video? Uh -uh. I will show it to you when we're done. So, the qualifier the other day for one of the big NASCAR races happened, yeah. and you have to place in the top four to qualify. Yeah. Uh, Chastain was, I believe, in 7th or 8th, coming around the last corner, heading towards the checkered line. Chastain decided that he was going to do a move that he had seen and done in a video game, where he put the side of his car against the wall, going into the corner, and floored it. He placed 4th. <laughs> and, y'all, I can't really get across how awesome this is. Look up the video. Hold on. Did NASCAR count it? As yes. It counts as legitimate because he didn't do anything that's not allowed. Y'all, look up this video. I cannot stress how great it is to watch. So so basically, he just got out from behind everybody. He pulled a video game move. And pulled to the right, got up against the he wall. He put it against the wall and opened it up and just took off. <coughs> oh, Lord. Like, by far... This is awesome. And people say video games ain't good for you. Right? <laughs> so, guys, that's all we got today. It's not a really long one. We just wanted to give a few stories. Uh, yeah. So we hope you're enjoying. I've got nothing else if Hunter doesn't. I ain't got nothing. It was a good one. All right. Was I'm, that anything? I'm glad you thought of that because uh, I hadn't heard that. And that is hilarious. I'm going to show you the video here in a second. Yeah. So, guys, without anything else, that's all we got for you today. God bless you. Have, a good, have a good one. And thanks for joining your daily dose of reality.